Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. See, if we if we uh, stream this, which maybe we w- will someday, you could see all the uh, behind-the-scenes smirks and smiles. And yeah, we used to stream it, and now yeah. we become podcast only. I know. We need to get back to what we do because we're a streaming company, right? That's right. Streamingchurch.tv is one of our products. What else do we have? We have MyFlock.com, Church App Live, so some right. church management, uh, website management, and mobile app stuff. We do. We do. So what uh, is on the agenda for today? Well, as uh, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, which I think you are, Steve, you know that we talk a lot of times about tech stuff, but we also talk about uh, things related to church work and ministries, you know, leadership and helping volunteers and all that. And this is kind of a... I guess kind of a combination of what we're going to talk about because we're going to talk about 10 common multimedia presentation mistakes. Yes, and this can apply, well, typically applies for the church service, but it can apply anything. I know I've made these mistakes uh, outside of the uh, church service. We should hear some of those stories. I will. We'll get into them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, today, I mean, look, and it's no secret that I'm old and I've been doing stuff speaking in front of people now for many many years and back in the old days when i would get up and speak to people like at a church service i mean i might have some notes and that was it and maybe a microphone mm-hmm. and that was the extent of my multimedia production or my presentation i should say but today there's all sorts of tools available right and it, the experience i think is a lot better but the uh the potential for disaster has gone up quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and I, look, I, I know there's we have lots of listeners from all sorts of different backgrounds, and I, I'm sure there are some people listening, pastors or whatever, saying, I still just get up and I don't have any notes, and I just speak by the Spirit, and I would say, great, more power to you. I've always needed some notes, uh, but today there are... Well, I think it's really common to have overhead screens and projectors I, I think nowadays, is. so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and, you know, if you don't use them, you might consider using them because they really do help your presentation. And right. we, live in a, we live in a different time now. Yeah, it's not only just the, the sermon, it's also worship as well. So Music, worship, yeah. all sorts this of stuff. This would apply to all of that. But, you know, we are used to seeing things. I mean, that's just the way it is. If you want to reach, you know, generations, if you want to reach what's happening today with the crowds, you really should use some type of multimedia presentations because it keeps people's attentions and it's it's just it's the way it is it's 2017 so anyhow so we're going to talk about common mistakes that happen and we've got 10 of them here maybe we'll go even further who knows shall we start sure all right here's number one notification interrupt or notification interruption you know what that you know what that is right i do um because you read the notes I yes, I did read the note. and that's basically when, and everyone. This is probably the most common as yeah, well. I think so. You got your presentation up there, and then all of a sudden, this is uh, um, Larry wants to chat with you on Facebook, and yeah. it pops up in the middle of your presentation. Yeah. Or, so this would be if you plugged your computer in, 
to uh, you know either some way with a projector or some t- type of you know presentation on the wall or screens, right? And you had your computer plugged in, or maybe your iPad or something that's plugged in, and you got Facebook open, or you got Messenger even open. Even if it's not open, what's that? Even, even if, it's if they're not, yeah. not open, you'll that's get true. these notifications. Yeah, you can if you set it up in advance. You can get your even your emails can pop up. Yeah, right, depends on what notifications you have enabled on your, exactly. on your computer. They're going to show up in your presentation. Right. So if you've got it plugged in and people are seeing your screen, they're going to see the notifications that you get. And it can be a little awkward depending on what they are. So the, obviously the answer to this is you want to make sure that you are turning these off in advance. Yes, yes. having all the notifications yeah. on your computer. I, I've actually had this when I've been doing, uh, like we do, a, we have a little tool, join.me, that we use to either, people can look at my screen when I'm trying to help them with some technical support, uh, or I can look at their screen if they want, but I've had people where I've been showing people things and I've had notifications pop up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not anything weird, it's just you know, I get an email from somebody or from you, you know, yelling at me or something, and it gets oh, a little yeah. weird on that. But, you know, other than that, the, the, but so that happens. So so that's the number one mistake, or one of the top ten, is notification interruptions happen. So fix that. Take Make sure you update your notifications where you don't they don't pop up on your screen. Right. So number two is, is a, I guess, a tip to avoid this, uh, this problem. Yeah. It's clear your desktop. Clear your desktop. So if you're, again, you've got your computer plugged into the projector or some way, some right. means. You're running either uh, worship software or something else. Right. And uh, you know, you got, you, maybe you've got, you know, maybe even, maybe even your wallpaper. You might want to look at your wallpaper. Do you want everybody to see your wallpaper? Right. What, what happens you know. is that, you know, your presentation software all of a sudden crashes and everyone's looking at your desktop. Right. And so you've got your icons, your pictures of yeah. Small I used pictures. to when I was in the the larger corporate corporate world, it would I've had this happen. So I've got have you? doing presentations and um, it, sometimes it depends on what you have. You know, it shows my desktop and shows my four kids all jumping right. in the air and right. And but it, it's not quite on topic. But uh, yeah, <laughs> well, and it could be just something just distracting. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I have sometimes I have a Jeep or something on mine. It's yeah, and a bunch of different icons of different things. Yeah. So you want to so it just it gets distracting. Create so. a very neutral desktop and yep. clear the clutter. Yep, absolutely. It adds to what you're doing here, and we'll get into why this is important in a moment. So the third one is. So this is uh, called "Oops, did he really just say that?" And that would go. This has to do with as many people do with the and their teaching is they'll have video illustrations, movie clips. Movie clips, so you'll yeah. um, be setting up a point, and and you'll go through, and you'll have say, let's reinforce this right. point on jealousy with this recent movie with Tom Hanks, and so yeah, you've right. typically um, queued up the movie to the point that you want, yeah. and the problem you run into is you don't stop the clip on time, <laughs> or and it goes into the next scene where they're dropping f-bombs or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah that can be a little embarrassing uh so the, the one thing you know obviously besides making sure you you know what your clip is all in advance uh one of the things that we do at my church is we just take a clip 
and we make a file, an MP4 file out of it. That has just the clip. Just the clip. the just, before and so without the, the after. With, it's edited, so, you know, it runs, and then when it when it's done, it stops. There's nothing. It doesn't keep going on to the other parts of the movie. Right. Because it's a, it's a file that we've created, we've edited. And it's a very simple way to do this. You can do this actually very simply. I mean, you can even use something as primitive. I call it primitive, but as simple as uh, Movie Maker. You know, I mean, you can just go in there and make some edits. So, yeah. So you definitely want to do that and, uh, uh, you know, make sure the audio is good as well and all that. So yeah. Right. So a good tip for doing that. So, yeah. You, in fact. Gone are the days of let's cue the DVD yeah, up to which, scene 12 and. Yeah. Which we used to do with uh, your pastor, Jeff Love, and I. I, In fact, I've got a funny story uh, where we had a scene. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into it. It's a little it's a little bit off color. But, I mean, it was a scene with a woman. It opens up with a, a shot of a woman, and then it goes into a scene. And it's I don't remember why it's what it is, but it was one of those scenes where uh, – it focused on her chest <laughs> and for some reason uh the guy that was running it uh and they are still at your church so we won't get on tony tony's case about this i think it was actually mark <laughs> but uh and we had two or three services and and every service they 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 just jumped the gun on it they miscued the the movie and, clip and huh? it wasn't a huge faux pas but it was like you know you see this shot of this woman and then it gets to where you want to want it to be but and again that goes back to the days before it was actually a edited file. with a file right. so he had to queue it up and who knows what happened the software stumbled or something I don't right. know. but anyhow it was kind of a funny thing and the funny part about it was it happened like at least twice <laughs> so you know okay you goofed it up the first time but <laughs> alright so number four on our list All right, number four is print your slides. And why would you want to do that? Well, if, you, if you're if you running like a PowerPoint presentation or something and you've got a lot of slides in it, which I don't recommend a lot, a lot of slides because you can lose people and you can get confused yourself. But if you've got a lot of material, a lot of slides like PowerPoint or something, and somebody gets off track, the person running the presentation, or even if you have a little remote and you're running it yourself, and you get ahead of yourself, or get behind, right. or you get lost because you got so many slides that all of a sudden, oh, where's it at? Where's it at? You know, and you're you're flipping through slides, and people are laughing yeah, at you. Or yeah, no better way to mess up presentation. Yeah, than it just start it, having you fumble with the equipment or the yeah. the software you're dealing with. So if you've got you know with PowerPoint and all these other ones, you can a lot of times print up the deals on paper, and then you can kind of. You know, the way I would do things is I would have the paper in front of me and I would just mark off the slides with a pencil or something while I'm talking. And yeah, that's one way. But the, the bottom line here is you want to stay on right. track. Or or you show up for your presentation and the projector's not working that yeah, day. that could be another and issue. And <clears throat> if you don't have the printouts there, you you may really stumble through right. your presentation. Yeah, you can wing it. If you've got the printouts, you can always wing it. Right. And and even though people might not see a pretty slide or something that's, you know, you can always wing it. But if you don't have anything, you're just looking at your own PowerPoint to kind of keep you on track, and then it goes down, it can be a little rough. Yeah, you know? I can only imagine. Yeah, it's it can be a little rough. So let's move on. That was number four. All right, number five, test your video. Test your video. So we're talking about common multimedia 
mistakes that, that we make sometimes with presentations. So you, you definitely want to test the video, and this is important because, um, you know, if you're counting on a video and it doesn't work, it's just, you know, you can go on, you can move on a little bit, but, but you know, it can it can kind of put a damper on your presentation. We have a thing, and many churches are doing this, called At the Movies. We've talked about this here before, and, and that is, you know, you you have maybe six or seven movie clips and you're using these at the movies, you're using, you're using usually one movie and you're taking points from the movie to highlight a message. Uh, and we've had issues where the whole thing just kind of crashed and the clips would freeze up and, and just a disaster. And, uh, of course, when you're doing at the movies and you're relying on these clips, it, you, you've turned, you've, you've crashed and burned. I mean, it's just right. there's not a lot the, you can do. Yeah, the message is. Yeah, I mean, cool. you can talk, but there's nothing to illustrate your message, and kind of loses yeah. its pizzazz. And I had an experience not too long ago at my son's wedding because we had uh, made a video. My wife had worked on this for nine months or so, <laughs> and there's what a few hundred people there, and it's time to cue the video right. up, and we'd given the uh, the guy that's doing all the dj av right. stuff uh, the, the video on a thumb drive and it wouldn't play oh boy so we had to go run and grab an extra, another computer and and make it happen but uh, but you you salvaged it we salvaged Good. it but we he had not tested the video on his equipment yeah prior to showtime you really need to test and it just makes life so much easier uh, all right, so the sixth point here as we continue to talk about the common f- faux pas here and common mistakes is test. We talked about testing your video. Test everything, everything that you do. Test it and test it where you're comfortable with it. And because, you know, if you've got, if you're doing something with a YouTube video or your Internet's, you know, maybe you're relying on Internet for some reason uh, and the Internet isn't fast enough, or you know you've got a, a computer, or you got somebody that, like you in your case with your guy at the wedding, didn't really test the video. Uh, but you've got somebody that's not familiar with the machine, the Mac, or the PC. It can be a little awkward, right? So you want to go through in the environment that you're anticipating yeah. to present in and test there, and kind of a, a dress rehearsal. Absolutely, and make sure you're comfortable with it. Otherwise, don't do it or, or modify it. And I, you know, for me, one of my biggest things in life, one of my biggest motivation, motivating points for me for anything I do, is not the drive to succeed so much as the fear of failure. And so, when I get up and speak at my church, and I, I generally get up once a month, to maybe give a message, maybe a little more. I, I want to make sure that I know what I'm talking about and everything I'm doing works. And, yeah, there's always going to be mistakes and nobody's perfect and all that. But I want to make sure that I'm comfortable and, and I test everything that I do. And I test it again because I don't want to fail. And that's my own personal issue, I guess. But it makes for the presentation to go so much better. Right. And especially when you're dealing with people, you know, if you're a church that really wants to reach new people – and, you know, you've got somebody that's relatively new or several new people in the crowd, and you're constantly having issues with everything you do. <laughs> the, the regular people, you know, that love you and care for you. They may forgive you. They'll forgive you. But the new people might be like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure I want to go to this church. I mean, 
It's, it's a point to consider. Can't drive PowerPoint properly. These guys don't know how to run their projector, or don't know how to run video, or uh, you know, I mean, look, I, I'm, media shout keeps dying, or yeah, yeah. Nobody's a perfection. I mean, I'm not a perfectionist anymore. I used to be, but I mean, nobody's perfect. But still, you want to do your best. That's all we're saying. So test everything you do. All right, number seven. Fix that typo. Now again, I realize this is a perfectionist thing, but but I think anything you do. You should do it as best you can. Right. And, and it it sounds like a minor thing. Where, where this rings true for me is you'll be, um, we, we'll put like worship lyrics up on the screen. And when there's a typo in the worship yeah. lyrics, it just, it yeah. just stands out like a sore thumb. I think it does, yeah. Yeah, because you're... You're singing the right words, but the or they misspelled something. Right. You know, they put, let's, uh, you know, I don't know. They they had the wrong there tense there exactly. or something. Here's one I can tell you, and this goes back to my days when I was with with you you guys at your church. There was a song, uh, you know, the Lord is my refuge and my strength. And the word refuge, R-E-F-U-G-E, right? <laughs> but we would always, somehow or another, we would fix it, and but it would come back as R-E-F-U-S-E. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord is my refuse. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we would fix it, and then the next week or the next time we did the song, it would be back to the wrong word. <laughs> the Lord is my garbage or whatever, you know, that refuse means, not instead right. of refuge, you know. And, and you know, again, it, it's just, there are little things... And, you know, you, I don't think you need to freak out over them, but you but need to fix when them. when they're up on the big screen, they take on, on a screens. new... Yeah, you know, everybody can see it, you know. And and it's just one of those things that uh, it's best to do, you know. So how do you fix that? Have somebody else look at your work. Right. It's the best thing to do. And this and next we, one kind of ties into that as well, which is the slide issues. Right. And that can be... That can be grammar, that can be typos, yep. that can be technical issues about slides not advancing or being out of order or right. uh, whatever. So yeah. um, it's really important yeah. to have things work. Look these things look. over. And with slides and images you're putting up, it could be too light, could be too dark maybe. I mean, it might look good on maybe your computer, but when you project it, it's going to look different maybe right. on a big screen. Uh, you know, pictures get blurry because the resolution's too low. Looked okay on my phone, but didn't look good on the big screens. Well, again, you want to look at all these things in advance, test them, and, and you know, really kind of stay on top of that. Because I actually like multimedia stuff. I think it adds to the presentation. But it certainly doesn't add when you constantly have goofball mistakes. Right. <laughs> and, and again, that- it happens. It, it's going to happen once in a while. So the idea is to try to minimize it. Another thing to look out for, and I, I worked for a guy for several years that was colorblind. Oh, and yeah. so not being colorblind, you don't realize what they can and cannot right. distinguish. Right. Um, and so you want to keep that in mind. If you're trying yeah. to you know, highlight the reds from the yellows and, or whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, so we're, we're going through this presentation here. We're, we're, we're talking about common multimedia presentation mistakes. We've talked about you know, notification interruptions on your computer that everybody can see. You need to clear your desktop so that it looks neat in case everything crashes and all they see is your desktop on the screens. You know, make sure your, your movie clips 
are what they what you want them to be without any bad words in them, and they say exactly what you want them to say. They communicate what you want them to communicate, nothing else, nothing more. Print your slides out in case something goes wrong. Test your video is number five. Test everything else. Fix the typo, slide issues, and number nine is? Is back it up. Back it up. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. important that you have... Um, that you're not you're not going right before the presentation and the file melts down or yep. you lost it or boot up the computer and it ain't there right and now you're standing in front of everybody and you're fumbling around trying to figure out what's going on and you know it happens but again if you've got it backed up somewhere you can usually recover it I, one of the things uh, and, and I don't do the, this yeah the other thing and maybe I'm <laughs> was jumping to conclusions with this particular topic is. You, you also want to address the audience rather than you've been to those presentations where the presenter is looking at the screen right so you want to you don't want to look at their their backside the whole time so yeah. the way around that is you put your presentation on the back screen right? we do that at our church too for the right um, so there's so you can look out at the audience and see what they're seeing that's behind you, or okay, in a so it's, um, it's in the back of the sanctuary. It's in the back of the sanctuary, center. up in a, a high wall that yeah. you know everyone's facing one way, Most so they're not going to see, see it. it. Yeah. Right, or you stick it at a on a video monitor down low. Right, that's where all the you know the the big keynotes are done. They all have their stuff. Right. That's, that's so you're not turning around and looking at the screen. Right, you're uh, you know I was working at your church for a long time, and and uh, you guys have a really big stage and. Uh, uh, where I'm at now, we don't do any of that. But w- but when I was there, and I would speak, we had um, we had a little stand where you could put your. The way we did it was we had a big screen TV on the stage that we stood beside, right. and then we also ran the presentation. It it went to that TV, so it ran off the computer. That that so you, we would bring our own laptop in. We would sit the laptop down towards towards the uh the foot of the stage it had a little stand on it and then we plugged the laptop into the tv right and then we used a little remote and we would operate off our laptop and it would send everything right. to the so tv you'd be able to look down at so you could look down at your own notes you know if you wanted to and that's kind of what i did uh but i also always had a hard co- i had a set of hard I, I brought eight and a half by eleven sheets with me, right, because if something crashed, <laughs> right. I could at least look at my notes occasionally and stay on track. But uh, so I really kind of like that presentation, the way Jeff set that up, because the laptop was kind of I could look down at it, but the stage was elevated, so, so uh, it wasn't as obvious. Right. And I would still look down. I could you know I could see people down there, and I could look up, and, and I really liked it. But getting back to the point here, back up, back up everything. So that if things crash, you know, you can e- e- either easily recover it or, like I said, in my case, I just had hard copies on paper. Right. And, and maybe I didn't have the slides or didn't have everything if it crashed, but at least I would have something and I wouldn't look like a total loser. All right. So no, our last one on number 10 on our ways, problems to avoid with uh, presentations. This, I think this is probably one of the most important things. Don't freak out. Oh, yeah. Now, so. <laughs> in other words, if things go wrong, and you know what, something usually something weird is going to happen. It could be anything. It could be with the equipment. It could be screaming babies or 
you know, people rolling around the aisle coughing. I don't know. But, you know, the best thing to do is keep your composure. And if things go wrong, with the, especially with the tech. And I, I've seen guys, I've seen guys yell at the tech people because something didn't work. And all that During does, their presentation. it just creates tension in the whole room. Right. And, yeah, look, I understand this is your presentation and you've worked hard on it and you want it to look good. But things do go wrong. And if you can do these other nine things that we just talked about, that will eliminate a lot of possibilities. But still. Something goes wrong. Don't freak out. Don't bite yeah. the guy's head off. Yeah. Because you're really, that's not the message you're wanting to send. Well, exactly. And, and you know, when you're, when you're freaking out at people or you're either, or you could get, maybe you just get upset with yourself. But it still, it just puts everybody on edge. And it just messes up the whole presentation. And so, uh, you know, it just it's it's best not to do that. And if you've got somebody that's running your stuff and they constantly make mistakes, well, guess what? You probably need to find a different place in ministry for those people <laughs> or that person. Right. If, if they if they can't do something right with the PowerPoint but, or... But things will happen to the best happen. of them. So. Yeah, they do happen. But I'm saying if, if you're if you're saying, well, Phil, you don't understand. This happens all the time and I'm tired yeah. of it. And I, oh, well, yeah. Okay, if you're tired of it and you need to and make a change. it happens all the time, then yeah, just, you would you make a change. You've got to make a change. If it's user error and the user is somebody else, you know, it's out of your control and you've done everything else that you could, then maybe somebody else... You know, as my one of my general managers in radio used to say, "Well, it looks like the Lord's moving you on," <laughs> and, and uh, you know that would be good. And so, uh, but yeah, I mean, you've got to you've got to do your best to, to keep it light. And uh, I've I've been in situations where I made jokes about it, and my blood pressure was high, but I did my best to make jokes about it, and everybody laughed. And then afterwards, I was like, you know, this cannot happen again. You know? Stay calm and carry on. Huh? Yeah, you, you just gotta, you just gotta, and you gotta give people grace because people do make mistakes. So, yeah, so, anyhow, you can't talk the talk unless you're willing to walk the walk, and sometimes you just gotta exercise patience. And But I still think that presentations using multimedia is a great way to go. I think movie clips can be awesome. I think music presentations whatever you've got i think it's a great way to do that and i think tech can work to your advantage in your church and uh, especially today with everything is so much more less expensive yes there you have it. all right so we is done all right we are done let's uh let's uh, if you want to give us some feedback on this maybe you disagree with what we're saying or maybe you've got something to add to it we would love to hear from you just send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our domains because we do streaming video. Streamingchurch.tv support at streamingchurch.tv. And if we can help you in any way with uh, tech stuff, streaming video, mobile apps, we will certainly do that because we love helping churches. That's what we do. We've been doing it for many, many years, and that's why we do what we do here. So, All right. So. We will catch you again next week. For Steve Lacey, my name is Phil Thompson. We hope that you have a great day, and we'll catch you on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast next time. Take care.